Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Ruby. And this is our podcast, Quarter Life Crisis. This week, we'll be chatting about whether or not you should get a pet in your 20s and if it's the right decision for you. Let's get into it. As always, we will start off by sharing our crisis and win of the week, and Ruby's going to kick us off. Yeah, so my win of the week, which is kind of, it's our, it's our joint win of the week, me and Rach, um, we actually booked a trip to Bali. Quarter Life Crisis is going international, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, it actually was in light of our Quarter Life Crisis. We were both like, obviously, if you have a a few episodes ago, we did one about being in a slump. And we were both like, oh, like, you know, we're both just in a slump. Like, we need something to look forward to. And then I was like, oh, I'm thinking about going to Bali. And then Rachel was like, come to Yeah. Well, yeah, you were like, I don't know anyone who can just up and go to Bali yeah. with me. And I was like, hello. I know. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay, let's do it. And so then we, like, booked our flights, like, a week later. And now we're going to Bali. So. Yeah. So excited. Very exciting. Um, It's your first time in Bali. Yeah. Which is very exciting. I hope you'll love it. I love Bali. It's like my favorite place in the whole world. So, it's great. yeah, this is so lame. But it's my first time going overseas without my family. No, it's good though. <laughs> it's like you know, you have a first time for everything. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's a achievable trip for me. You yeah, know, it's not too far. The flight's not too long. And- yeah, not too far. We're staying like in a nice place. We're just gonna swim and read and go to the beach and have a lot of cocktails, and it's gonna be lovely. We actually booked this like two weeks ago now, but we haven't recorded since then. So this is like our win, our most recent win together. So that's exciting. I guess another win, I started a new job this week. Um, I've only done one day and it was like all, because it's a fully remote job. Um, it was all online. So I haven't really, like, I just don't, I just haven't vibed it out enough yet to like know how I feel about it. But I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm, and this week I'm starting, I'll be doing four days a week for a month in this job. So and then go back to one day. It's very confusing. Anyway, um, but yeah, I started a new job, so that's another win. And Nelson and I also celebrated our four-year anniversary, which Ooh. was lovely. Um, so, yeah, those are my wins of the week. My crisis of the week, um, I guess just it's not really the week. It's just been like a general crisis recently. It's not, I don't know if you call it a crisis. But anyway, I have signed up for to do a five-kilometer run in the middle of October, which is like just over a month away. But I've barely been able to train because I've been having all these leg issues. I've like found out I have a cyst in my knee because I had like all these like this really painful leg thing happening and then I found it's like a cyst in my knee which I can't really do anything about and it just gets randomly triggered so like I could wake up on the day and it gets triggered and then I won't be able to do the run um but then also when I have been able to run where my knee hasn't been giving me issues I've been doing shin splints which is really painful Ooh, to run ow. so it's just like been really hard to drain and I'm annoyed because like I really want to do the run I will just not do it if I can't or like walk it but when I have this knee issue I can't even walk so Oh, I don't know. I'm trying to like do all the exercises the physios told me to do to fix it. But anyway, we'll see. It's like a bit of a superficial crisis. But um, yeah, anyway. And then also I'm just kind of like, I'm, my, my, I'm like preempting my crisis that this month for me is going to be really busy because I'm doing four days a week at this new job. Plus I've still got to do all my freelancing. Plus I've just, it's just, it's just going to be a busy month. Like my mom's coming to visit. Like all this stuff. So I'm just like preempting that I'm going to be overwhelmed and stressed. <laughs> Which is a silly crisis, but it's out of my control. So yeah, I just have to make sure I'm like, balancing it out like trying to have like some chill weekends to balance out the busy weeks so yeah anyway that's me how about you Rach? yeah well my win was bali as well yeah yeah going to bali is really exciting um yeah i didn't really have like a specific win event in the past couple weeks i do feel like i've sort of gotten a bit out of my slump though which is nice i'm a bit less 
miserable. <laughs> yeah, as soon as we hit book on those barley tickets, both of us were like, woohoo, we're all better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've had like some more, I, like I was feeling a little bit down just because I had like nothing to do, which I think I do need to like have, have a certain degree of busyness to not feel like, you know, bored. As in like with work or social life? Or both? I think social life, mm. yeah. Yeah, so last week I had some fun things on. Um, yeah, I saw some friends. We had a nice dinner. I saw Moulin Rouge. Mm, how Saturday was it? Night. Yeah, that was really good. That was so cool. Yeah, would recommend? Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. I, like, love the movie, though, um, and the story. Mm. So I enjoyed that. And, yeah, it had, like, modern songs, which was cool, and sort of some of the, like, classic original songs in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what else did I do? I went to Hillsville last weekend, which was nice. Lovely. Um, and me and Tom went to a really good Korean barbecue last night, which mm. I would recommend. It's called Mansay. It's up like A. Beckett Street. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was like, it's called like the best Korean barbecue in Melbourne. So when we left, there was a queue like going out the door. Oh, did you book? No, I don't do bookings. Oh. It's just walking because it's quite small inside. Yeah. But um, it was really yummy, like really good food. My crisis sort of similar to Ruby again. I have no originality, clearly. <laughs> um, I hurt my toe. We're both just like injured from the waist down. <laughs> no, my injury was really stupid though. My toenail fell off. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, I've literally told everyone. I saw it and it was it was nasty. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you saw the toe where it was hanging on yeah. by a thread and I had to pull it off. And I thought it was like bleeding, but then it turns out it was just your nail polish. No, <laughs> it was bleeding, but yeah, it was like I had blue and red nail polish yeah. on. Because I'm so lazy with my, like, toes, I'll, like, paint over the top of existing nail yeah. polish. But it made it look like it was, like, really, like, bloody and bruised. And I was like, oh, my God. And Rachel was like, no, that's just nail polish. I was like, oh, thank God. I was like, it was still bad, obviously. Like, your nail yeah. was hanging off. But I was like, holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So I went into, like, quasi-isolation for a bit because I, like, couldn't wear shoes. Quarantine your shoes. I literally toe. quarantined myself. I was, like, at home. You know, yeah, felt like COVID times, which was funny because <laughs> my family also have COVID right now. Oh, no. I know. In 2023, who's getting COVID? <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassing. <laughs> They're not going to listen. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, my other crisis was just like my work has been quite frustrating at the moment. Yeah. If anyone who has spoken to me recently would know. Um, yeah, it's just lots of change and... I don't know. It's kind of like everyone's morale is a bit down. Mm. So, yeah, fun times. Oh, my God. The other thing that happened to me at work was I, like, wrote this website because I, like, write a lot of web pages. It's kind of a part of my job. (laughs) Yeah. And it went to, like, this, like, legal department to be reviewed. And they were too busy, so I sent it to this, like, external law firm. And it came back to me and the whole document was like red with crosses. Like they'd crossed out pretty much everything I'd written. And basically uh, were like, oh no. you've breached like several financial laws. <laughs> what? How? <laughs> what? Rachel? <laughs> I didn't know that. I mean, luckily it wasn't published, but it was like about salary sacrificing your superannuation. Oh. And because, super, this is so boring, superannuation is like a financial product. We mm. can't talk about it and give, like, financial advice. Oh. Yeah. But I didn't think I was giving financial advice, but it turns out I was. But it was so depressing. I was literally, like, so... Red de- lines through everything. You're like, oh, okay. No no worries. Yeah. The comments were so rude because it was, like, they leave, like, comments on the side of the document. 
and it was like, we strongly recommend you remove this, like bolded and underlined. And I was like, do you not realise there's like a person on the other end of yeah, this? Yeah, you were like, I'm sorry. Like these lawyers are just like doing their law thing. Yeah, you're just like, I'm just a 20-something teenage girl, don't literally, me. <laughs> Literally, I was going to like email back and be like, you've hurt my feelings, but I suppose lawyers don't care about your feelings. <laughs> Great. So that was my other crisis, actually. It was just having my soul crushed by lawyers. Grim. Which, yeah, I, 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 I am a teenage girl. This shouldn't be happening you know, to me. I love this new trope. It's like, I'm a 20-something teenage girl because I feel that deep in my bones. Yeah. Yeah, I am a child. <laughs> I feel like a teenager. Although then I hung I hung out with teenagers, what was like two weeks ago now? I went to a soccer training and they were all 17-year-olds. I felt so old and uncool. <laughs> I was like, ah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Should we get into the topic of the week? Let's do it. So this week we're talking about whether or not you should get a pet in your 20s. It's not really a crisis so much, but it definitely is something that it's like, you know, you could be like, you really want to do it, but there's circumstances in which maybe you can't, or you're just like not sure if you're ready for the responsibility. Um, But we have resident cat owner Rachel (laughs) in the house uh, to, you know, talk us through like the pros and cons of potentially getting a pet or not getting a pet. Um, I would say, like, my personal, like, for me, I'm, like, definitely not going to get a pet in my 20s just because I just feel like it's because I'm, like, lazy and I don't, like, want more responsibility than I already have because I barely feel like I I can barely look after myself. That's, like, my personal preference of why I don't want to get it. But I feel like I love having, like, I had a pet growing up. Like, my childhood pet only died last year. Um, But obviously, like, live back at home. Um, so, like, I am an advocate for pets generally. I'm just, like, I just know that I personally don't want run one right now. But, Rach, try to convince me about why I should get a pet. <laughs> it's, like, it's going to be, like, a, yeah, you have to convince me. <laughs> well, I'm not going to convince you if it's not the right thing for the animal. Yeah, no, that's know. very true. Um, but I guess, like, do you want to talk through, like, your experience of getting a cat and, like, the pros and cons of having a cat and getting it and just, like, everything, you know, just talk me through it. <laughs> yeah, this is the Rachel episode of... <laughs> Yeah, we love it. <laughs> Something I want to talk about, which is I talk about my cat, Mingus, so much. Like, I kind of get, like, why people talk about their children so much. <laughs> because he just, like, does something weird and it's, like, the topic of conversation between me and Tom or, like, me at work. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... Well, he's very cute. He is very cute. He's very sweet. He can be very naughty, but that's okay. <laughs> um... Yeah, I grew up with cats, so I always wanted a cat that was literally, like, my goal for so long was to be at a place where I could get my own cat. Um, And, yeah, so that was, like, something that was pretty clear for me. I don't really want a dog right now. Like, as you say, with, like, the whole responsibility thing, I don't think right now I could handle a dog yeah i feel like dogs are a lot more high maintenance than cats because you have to walk them every day yeah cats kind of like keep to themselves a bit all you have to do is feed them and water them and clean up their water them (laughs) (laughs) right yeah this is why i don't own a pet (laughs) yeah yeah dogs are really full on like training a dog Mm. i'm I'm mainly speaking about like a puppy like i don't think i could handle a puppy um, but, yeah, that's something interesting as well about animals is deciding whether you want, like, an older animal or a baby, like a mm. kitten or a puppy. Because you got Mingus as a kitten. Yeah, yeah. So that was something I did, like, a lot of research on. I suppose that was the thing was I got – I spent about, like, six months doing, like, research on cats mm. before getting one. Yeah, so, like, you thought about it, like, a lot. Like, it wasn't just, like, a spur of the moment spontaneous No, no, thing. no. I think that's, like, not a great idea as well. Like, 
you know that thing of people getting like a dog for Christmas. Like, yeah. Oh my god, people that just like buy someone else a dog. I'm like, that's it putting a big burden on that person that you don't know if they wanted. <laughs> yeah, I mean the RSPCA literally are like, do not do this because they get a dog for Christmas and then those types of dogs or cats get returned, which literally breaks my heart. Yeah. Like, Oh, that makes me so upset thinking about animals who get returned. Mm. Like, oh, I can't. Like, the animal thinks it has its home oh, and then oh. it loses its home. You don't cry. No, I'm not going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is shit. Yeah, so I wanted a kitten because kittens are easier to bond to you. So when you get, like, a baby animal, they don't have, like, much experience in the world. So, like... They're not really, they might not be traumatized or like they're kind of open to bonding and like being comfortable in the house. Whereas mm. an older cat, like there's the risk of getting an older cat, it might have like a lot of trauma yeah. or it might just like not want to bond with you as much. Mm. But on the flip side, kittens are a lot of work. Like we got Mingus at three months old and we couldn't leave him alone for more than like four hours um, up until he was six months. Why? What would he do? You're just not meant to leave kittens oh, alone. Oh, right, okay. Like, they just get anxious. They'll yeah. get into trouble. Yeah. And so, um, obviously, for Tom and you, that was a fine situation because Tom always, like, works from home constantly yeah. and you work from home some days a week. So, it oh, works yeah, yeah. for you guys clearly, but I guess that would be a consideration for people, like, if they have jobs where they can't work from home for three months Yeah. or, like, take turns or whatever, then that's definitely a consideration. Yeah, yeah, that is definitely a thing, like... That's definitely a compromise with having a pet is that you can't really just go spontaneously away. Unless you have a dog, I suppose, and you could take them with you. Then you'd have to find dog-friendly accommodation. Mm. But, yeah, you can't just be like, oh, we're going to go away and stay overnight. I think staying overnight is the one that's like – or going like multiple nights away. You can't do Mm. that. Unless you've got like a housemate who's like willing to take care of it. It's like I've got a friend at the moment who her – I think her housemate is like – away and so she's like looking after the cats and she's fine with that but obviously you have to be in a circumstance where like you're not just expecting your housemates that that they would do that for you like they're Mm. actually willingly like you've asked them and they're like yeah I'm happy to do that because honestly if someone was like if I was living with a housemate and they're like I'm going away for a month can you look after my cat I would honestly be like I don't really I don't really want to like to be honest I'd be like I think I'd feel too stressed about it yeah I think you should be compensated for that as well like if someone looked after Mingus I would like pay them or I'd do something. I think I'd just be too afraid of, like, something happening to them under my watch and then I'd feel so guilty if something happened. But then it's also that thing of then, like, for that whole month I'd have to be like, okay, like, I have to be home at a certain time every night to feed the cat or, like, make sure someone's there to do it. I just feel like – I know that's, like, selfish of me, but I'm like, if I haven't made the decision to have a cat and have that responsibility and then, like, I don't want to do that. That's fair. Yeah. But obviously if you've made that decision and that's, like, what – you want to do and like you've got like a partner obviously you can like like that like share the load of that I think that makes it easier yeah I think the responsibility is not it seems worse than it is because it's pretty straightforward like I just feed Mingus every night I don't feed him at the same time he's not particularly like food oriented though where some cats are like obsessed with their food Mm. Mingus is kind of like eh but um yeah we I suppose the other thing as well was that I didn't want to have a pet while having housemates yeah just in case something happened. Yeah. And then that, like, maybe they accidentally let your cat out. Mm. That could, like, really damage your friendship. 100%. Yeah. Like, for me, it would, I would, like, be really upset. Definitely. And that type of thing is, like, it's not, like, not, it's not, not your wor- friend's fault, but you would be, like, mad yeah, at your friend. It's, like, not worth ruining a friendship over. 
No, no. So for me, my plan was, this is even before I started like doing proper research, was like getting a pet after I, because I'd always kind of planned on like, like after housemates, like living on my own or living with one other person or a partner. Yeah, that was kind of, I'd wait till that. Um, The other thing is like money as well, because it can be like, it's an, (laughs) pets are like freeloaders, right? Like they don't contribute anything. They don't even pay rent. (laughs) They they pay no rent. But literally you have to think about that. Like a chunk of your money is just going to this creature you have to keep alive. Yeah. Like it's not, you're buying food, you're not eating the food, it's their food. Did you do the maths on like how much it would cost you per month or something to have Mingus? Yeah, I think I did. There's a lot of, like, blogs and stuff out there that kind of give you an estimate for how much. Um, and do you have pet insurance as well? I heard that's expensive. I don't have pet insurance, but Mingus is fully inside, so I'm not really sure what you would need. Like, he's unlikely, as unlikely to hurt himself compared to mm. an outdoor cat. Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing, like, keep your cats inside, but <laughs> that's a whole other topic. Yeah. Um. I budget $50 a fortnight for Mingus, and what, that, that pretty much covers what everything. Does that, what does that include? Food, cat, kitty litter? Yeah, yeah, food, litter. Um, he had to get a bunch of vaccines uh-huh. when we first got him because he was young, and then from here on he'll have yearly vaccines, uh-huh. like uh, flea treatment, uh-huh. but that's only every three months. So it's mainly food and litter that add up. Yeah, so it's like about 100 bucks a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying Fortnite because I get paid every fortnight. Right, yeah, yeah, and that's how much you budget, yeah. Yeah, like all, I have like a sub account for Mingus that I created. Oh, that's so cute. Like like a kid account, like saving for their future. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's literally got like a cat emoji on the account. I love that. That's a, it's adorable. Yeah, it's really helpful actually. So that's, yeah. That's I feel, a good tip. I like that. I feel like I should do that with more things as well. Like have like sub accounts for like myself. But I don't. <laughs> I just like spend. That's fun. <laughs> um, yeah, we've already done the money episode. But yeah, so stuff I researched. I'm kind of jumping around here, but I wanted a really affectionate cat, mm-hmm. and that was because I my cats growing up were really affectionate. But we have one cat. My parents have a cat who is literally like the worst cat. She's her name is Pepper, and she is basically like the reason cats have a bad name. She's aloof. <laughs> She will, like, not let you pat her. She will just vomit on the floor. Like, it's she's yeah. not she's not a loving cat. Yeah. So I didn't want that. I didn't just want, like, this creature in my house who hates me. <laughs> true. Yeah, true. You have to know what you want because I feel like in my head, like, I, I do want to get a dog at some point in my future, but, like, not for, like, at least, like, a decade, I'd say, at least. Yeah. But in my head, I'm, like, my childhood dog growing up was my, like, perfect pet and I'm always like worried I'm like oh whatever mm. and you're going to get in the future I'm going to compare to her but she was the perfect amount of like yeah. low maintenance for like me a lazy girl but also like yeah affectionate enough she didn't lick because I hate dogs that like lick a lot <laughs> and then like yeah she didn't like jump she didn't like oh she jumped a little bit but not like not heap she didn't scratch she didn't like bark or bite or anything so I was like that kind of thing where you have to like know yeah exactly what type of pet you want but then it also is really hard because it's like when we got her, I didn't know, I didn't think about that. I was freaking 12. We just got her from the pound. And then she just did turn out to be a perfect dog. But I think when you're a grown up, obviously you have to like think about that a bit more to be like, but how do you know when they're, when they're a baby, right? Like how did you know Mingus was going to be the type of cat that you like was your vibe? Yeah. So I wanted a boy cat because I had had three girl cats at home. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, let's go to a boy. Obviously, like, up, yeah. gender doesn't matter really, yeah. but boy cats are sort of known to be a bit more affectionate than girl cats. Yeah. 
um, was just so sweet. <laughs> Such a sweet little boy. Um, and then so we went to, yeah, the pound as well because I was always going to adopt a cat. Mm. Like, because breeders are really expensive and mm. you don't need a cat who's a particular breed. Mm. Like, that's just, I don't know. There's so many cats out there who need homes. Yeah. So I think if you are considering a pet, definitely adopt. Um, What's the saying? Adopt, don't shop. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's also, like, don't support pet stores. Yeah. But I think that's kind of unfair because the animal is already in the pet shop. Mm. And if you're, like... Someone's got to get it. Yeah, like, it's still a living creature, even, like, if you don't support pet stores, like, you should still get a cat. Basically, like, don't go to a breather. Mm. Also, like, they're crazy expensive. It's, like, $3,000, like, a cat. It's wild. Yeah. Also, like, you don't really need a particular breed. I don't get that. Anyway, um, so, yeah, there was, like, oh, like 50, 60 kittens the day we went, which was crazy. That's so many. I'd have choice overwhelm. I'd be like, ah! Literally, yeah. And they just, like, so we went to the pound, um, the Lost Dogs Home in North Melbourne, and they just kind of led us into this room that had the all the kittens in, like, little enclosures in this, like, shed. Yeah. And there was other people there looking for cats, but there was, like, no staff there. So we're kind of just, like, left on your own to, like, look. And each of the cats had, like, a little bio about them, which was cute. I love that. Yeah, it would be like, oh, I'm very playful or I'm very affectionate or I'm a bit shy. That's good that they do that. Yeah. I felt so bad for the older cats because you just know no one's going to adopt them. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's something I would have liked to do, but I wanted – I also wanted a kitten for the, like – having them for a long time. Yeah. That's, like, something I couldn't... Like, the risk of an older cat of that you're going to bond to them and they don't have as long to live. Yeah. It's, like, oh, too well, heartbreaking. I feel like that's, why, that's what some people do, right? Like, they want a pet, but they know, like, they're, like, oh, I'm going to move overseas in five years, so I'm going to get an older pet so that they die before I that know. happens. So I don't have to think about what to do with them. But it is nice. Like, you're giving them a nice... Like, I know, it's, it's nice. It would be so hard emotionally, but you are also giving them, like, a nice last few years of their life where the alternative is either, like, they get put down or yeah. they just, like, stay know. in the pound. Yeah, but they keep them in, I don't, like, how long do they keep them in the pound before they... I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so it's really sad. But I'm like, you know, like, some people do make that choice of, like, they want a pet because, like, they get an older pet because they're like, okay, like, our life plan is that, like, mm. in five years a pet isn't really going to fit into this into our lives at that stage. So, like, let's get a pet that's probably going to die in the next couple of years. Oh, yeah, it is, like, a low, like, an old animal... I was going to say they'd be low maintenance, but if they have lots of medical issues, they might not yeah. be. Yeah, that's the other thing to look out for is, like, some cats will have medical issues like feline, HIV and stuff. But, yeah, I don't know. We looked at these, like, group of kittens that were really young and then Mingus was the first one to walk out. So he was the confident one. Aww. He wasn't the first cat I looked at. The first cat I looked at was this girl cat who was, like, black and white. She was adorable, but she was, like, really crazy. Like, I held her and she was, like, like <laughs> shaking about, like, trying to bite. And I was, like, oh, I think this cat's a too little much. bit too hectic. Yeah. yeah, but Mingus was just, like, confident. We were, like, yeah, we'll get this one. Because, yeah, the whole, like, analysis paralysis. There was so many cats. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a fun day. And then we, like, brought Mingus home. Wait, sorry, can I rewind? How long did you spend in there trying to pick one? Uh, maybe, like, 20, 30 minutes. Oh, okay, pretty quick. Yeah, but also, like, you had to, like, grab a staff member because there was other people looking. And it was yeah. kind of chaotic. <laughs> yeah, fair. But, yeah, brought Mingus home. That's the thing as well is when you bring, like, a kitten home, you're not meant to just expose them to the full house. Mm. So you keep them in a room and that's, like, their safe room. Yeah. And then uh, slowly you can kind of let them explore the, the house. The so house, the, yeah. The first, like, 
three days. We just kept him in that room, which meant we would just like literally go downstairs. This is my like study downstairs, which is not the nicest room, but we would just spend like all day in there with him, like getting him comfortable. Um, he didn't use the litter at first, which was kind of stressful, but then eventually he started using it. And at that point, when they're using the litter, it means that they're comfortable. Like, yeah. They're not anxious. They're not like, you know. That's good. They can control their toilet activities. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and can I ask, how much did it cost to adopt Mingus? He was 270 Okay. Which was expensive because they keep having promotions on. They're like, $50 cats. <laughs> Far out. <laughs> but yeah, that was fine. And then we bought him some toys and stuff. I suppose that was pretty expensive, buying all the stuff to set up. Yeah. Like, buying a cat tower. That buying... he didn't even use until, well, actually he uses it he now. He uses yeah. it now. But I bought, like, a cat bed that was $100 and he's never used it once. <laughs> Ungrateful. Yeah. And literally everyone is, like, people who have had cats are like, yeah, don't buy a cat bed. They're not going to use it. Yeah. They're going to sleep on whatever they want. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, that was a bit of a waste. But, yeah, buying toys and, yeah, stuff to set up, like, and did yeah. you and Tom split the cost of that? I can't remember. I don't think so. Fair. I think Wait, so I was just like, this is my thing. So, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> did Tom also want a cat or was he just kind of like on board and like happy to come along for the ride? Yeah, I feel like he, yeah, the second option. Like I wanted a cat and he was like, yeah, we can get a cat. Yeah, so he didn't object to it like, and he's not allergic or anything. No, 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 no. That's good though. He had cats growing up too. Because I feel like that's also something you have to consider if you have a partner or like housemates or whatever, like. You can't, if you can't get, like, a pet if they're, like, allergic to it and, like, that – or if they don't want it. Like, especially yeah. if it's a partner because, like, you're committing to that together. I probably like, wouldn't date someone who didn't want a pet. Yeah, there you go. Like, see, that's the thing. I think that's also something – I would be so surprised. I think that's also something, like, when you have to consider when you're dating. If you're, like, considering, yeah. like, settling down with someone to be, like, or do we want the same things? And, like, pets, it may seem like a small thing, but it actually is a really big thing to commit to together. Like, it's like a – yeah, like a cat, what, like 20-year commitment maybe? I don't know how long cats are yeah, for. Them. But hopefully. I'm like, that is a big commitment. So, like, you, I think it is a really important thing to consider when you're like, is this person the right person for me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, what about those people who, like, have split custody of dogs? Oh, my God, I know. That's crazy. <laughs> but, like, so if you and Tom split up, you would take Mingus though, right? Yeah. Okay. And then how does it work, like, with ongoing costs? Like, do you just put all, like, do you just pay for everything for Mingus? I guess so. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes he offers to split, but, like... I don't know. Our relationship is like Tom pays for like pretty much whenever we go out to eat, he pays. Yeah. So I don't really like ever ask him for money. Yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know. We, like I was thinking about this recently. We don't have like a shared account, but it's kind of like we do share money in the sense of that I would we'd, would never ask each other for money. And you don't like put things in like split wise or anything? No, never. Yeah. Unless it's like plane tickets. Yeah. Or something really expensive. Yeah then I would pay him back. But, like, it's not – like, I don't see it as my money. I mean, I guess it's my money. Like, I've got the card, but, you know, I'm going to go buy him something from the store. Mm. You know, chalky milk, I'm going to drink it too, I guess. Mm. But, yeah. So – but, yeah, no, that was funny. So I feel like Tom at first – I hope he doesn't, like, listen to this and disagree. But I feel like at first he was kind of like, yeah, you know, getting cat would be cool. Like, he wasn't really, like – Super excited about it. And I was kind of, like, unsure how he would be. Like, oh, would he be, like, not really into having Mingus? Like, maybe he would just, like, you know, not really be into having a cat. Because he didn't talk much about his cat growing up. So I was like, oh, maybe he doesn't like cats. But him and Mingus together is so funny. I know. I feel like they love each other. Like, I came over to your house that time and he was just, like, lying with Mingus on the couch. And I was like, oh, it's so cute. (laughs) Yeah. It's, like, I did not expect how much he, like... He cares for Mingus so much. He, like, will brush him and, 
like does all his like feeding and stuff and will like it's quite funny they have this like almost like masculine energy Bond. where they'll like fight each other like Tom will like go to Mingus and like do like I'm doing like gestures with my yeah, arms yeah. kind of like rile him up and then Mingus will like fight back and yeah. they'll like run around the house together That's so cute. Yeah, it's almost like like just boys being boys Father not in and a son. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's so it's so sweet and it's like I actually love it. Like it's literally been one of the most rewarding things. Just like, oh, it's so nice. Oh. Yeah, like I don't know if it's some weird like he's Ma- getting a pet almost like maternal a tr- thing. <laughs> Yeah, it's almost like this trial run of parenting. Because mm. obviously, like, having a cat is nothing like having a kid. But it is the first time that I have to think about something other than myself. Because, mm. like, you just go through life and you're like, oh, just looking after myself. I mean, obviously, you care about other people, but you're not responsible for yeah. them. But now I'm responsible for something else. It's kind of like a stepping stone to a child. Yeah. Which is interesting. I mean, I literally do not want kids anytime soon. But I was ready for a cat now. Yeah. Not ready for kids, ready for a cat. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of like how college was like that stepping stone of like, like you know, school to real life. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, yeah, Tom loves Mingus and it is awesome. Oh, that's I love great. it. Yeah. So I think that's something as well. Like, even though someone's not that, doesn't seem interested, maybe they are. That's fair. <laughs> um, and what are some cons of owning a cat? Just, like, realistically? Uh, I think the travel thing is the main one. About what to do with them when, if you want to travel? Yeah, like, I was really stressed about Christmas. Mm. Something that's been really annoying at the moment is, like, disciplining him. So Mingus keeps, like, jumping on the kitchen bench, which we don't want him up there mm. because it's, like, that's where food yeah. is. And also he could, like, I don't know, what if there's a knife on mm. the kitchen bench? He's just, like, he couldn't do it at first, so it wasn't a problem. But now he's strong enough mm. to pretty much leap from the ground straight to the bench. Um, and he does not – we haven't really been disciplining him to begin with. We probably should have started. Because, mm. like, we were letting – like, we let him on the bed. We let him on the dining table, which, like, I know my parents don't do with their cats. And they were like, oh, you know, if you're not, like, training him when he's young, he's going to keep doing these things when he's bigger and stronger and older. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But now he's, like – he can open doors and... <laughs> what? Yeah, the bathroom door he can open because it's like a slide door. Oh. So I have to I like... I was like, I just imagine him like leaving up and turning a doorknob. I was like, fuck, that's a talented cat. Well, apparently my fir- our first cat, my first family cat, Tig, could do that. What? He could jump and put his way on the door and open like... That's crazy. Doors that way. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's kind of annoying. Mingus is also really clingy. Mm. Like he will have to be next to you. Mm. This is kind of, like, not something people think about with cats. I think cats are quite aloof. But, like, when I'm working, Mingus will sit on a keyboard. He will sit on my chest. He will pace up and down. He you, he needs, like, full attention, mm. which is really annoying when I'm working. Or sometimes I have meetings and he is, like, running around. He's, like, on my chair. He's leaping over. And it doesn't look very professional, I guess. So... But then I don't want to kick him out because he sits outside the door and he's like, meow, meow, meow. Yeah. And he's sad that he can't be in the room yeah. with me. So that's sort of like, for me, that's been hard to be like, put myself first almost. Yeah. Of like, I've gotten better at it now, but at first that was like, I would not kick him out during meetings and I would just be like, looking completely distracted. Yeah. And that was probably, I probably looked a bit like, I was a bit of a mess. Mm. <laughs> like some people commented on like, oh. New mom vibes. <laughs> your cat's got a lot of energy. And I'm like. 
yeah, okay, like that means they've noticed that yeah. I'm like scrambling to get him off camera during these meetings. Or like sometimes he'll like sit on a keyboard and like delete a whole document when I can just press Control Z. But it's still stressful. It's really annoying that's when I'm fair. like, because I pretty much like my work is just like I work in Word. Like that's kind of you know some people in Excel. I'm writing, so I'm in Word. Yeah, and then they'll just be like looking at a document, and then he sits on the keyboard, just J J J J J J J J, and that's annoying. <laughs> that's very cute though. Yeah, he's like in the morning. He's really energetic, so sometimes I have to, like, play with him and then I lose, like, an hour of my yeah. day just keeping him entertained. Yeah. So that's something that's been a bit frustrating. Yeah, just discipline and he's, like, very energetic. That would yeah. be less of a problem with an older cat. But I don't know. I don't know if Mingus is going to grow out of it. He's very extroverted. So, yeah, I think that's the two frustrating things is, like, disciplining him and travelling. So mm-hmm. those would be my main cons, to yeah. be honest. Fair. And do you have any recs for people who... Oh, I have one more con. Get... Oh, yeah, sorry. The house is dirty. Oh, because of him. Yes. Yeah. Like, I am pretty clean. Does he shed? No, he doesn't shed, but he kicks his litter everywhere. Right. He likes cardboard boxes, so we leave lots of mm-hmm. boxes. Just like him has made the house messy because he's got toys all over mm. the floor. He's got it's these. Like having a kid. <laughs> he's got these cardboard boxes that he will, like, rip up. Um. So there is, like, bits of cardboard all yeah. over the house. Um. Yeah, like, the house is really a lot messier. Yeah. And I can't really, like, clean it up because it's just – he won't – because if you clean your toys off of the ground, it's not going to be toys. Um, He, like, rips the toys up so there'll be, like, feathers yeah. and stuff around. Um, He's, like, destroying the carpet, which I don't know. I guess we'll deal with when we move out. Um, He one point knocked off Tom's computer and now there's, like, a big dent in the wall. <laughs> so we're going to have to plaster that. Yikes. So that's another thing, yeah, is that if you feel, like, really care about your space yeah. and having, like, the, like I, I don't buy flowers because he'll eat them. Yeah. I don't have plants anymore. I have some, but they're, like, I've put them really high up yeah. and sort of in a way he can't jump on them. Yeah. Because he will eat them and he will get sick. Yeah. So, yeah, stuff like that. Like, yeah. I don't leave food out. Yeah. So, I guess if you have, like, a rental and you're, like, worried about, like, they, they could take a chunk of your bond if, like, they yes. wreck stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You also have to ask for permission for your landlord to get a pet. They, like, have to let you, though, right now. Like, they oh. do have to let you, but ours took, like, two weeks to respond, which yeah. is really annoying because I had to wait for that. Yeah. Yeah, and then, I obviously, if you are, like, going for future rentals, you would have to disclose you have a pet and yeah. that could hurt your chances maybe, yeah. which is frustrating yeah. and unfair. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, fair. And so you have any recs for people who are keen to get a pet? Yeah, so I wanted to mention the sort of main adoption centres. Mm-hmm. RSPCA is kind of where we got my cats growing up. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, RSPCA is great because they have, like, you know they're all vaccinated and they're all yeah. cared for and they've got vets there. Yeah, that's where I got my dog from as well as, as a kid. yeah. Um, Lost Dogs Home is where I got Mingus and then also Lord Smith Animal Hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I take Mingus to the, the vet as well from there. So they know, like they already have his details on file. The Lord Smith vet? I've written Lord Smith, but it's not Lord Smith. Oh. It's Lost Dogs Home. Oh, Lost Dogs Home vet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, those are probably the best adoption places. Nice. Um, yeah. I suppose other, like brand recommendations aren't really relevant because it like depends on your cat. Very true. Um, my, I guess, like, from the perspective of someone who doesn't own a pet, my recs in terms of getting a pet were, like, see if you can look after someone else's pet for a bit, have a little, like, trial run, um, and, like, also sit down and, like, think about, like, your 
five, ten year plan and be like, okay, does like a pet fit in, fit into this? And then like obviously that also can yeah come into deciding to get an older pet to be like we want to have a pet for the next five years, but then we want to. Yeah, that's something else leave. I did think about was because I had in my mind for ages that I wanted to move overseas, but I don't think I do anymore. Yeah. So, but if I did want to really pursue that, then yeah, I wouldn't have got a cat. Yeah. I mean, you can move overseas with an animal, but it's expensive. I heard though, and it's quite stressful for the animal too yeah. to be constantly moving. Like animals don't like that; they like routine, they yeah. like stability. Yeah. So yeah, that's fair. My other rec was like you could get like a foster pet. Like you know, you can do like foster dogs yeah. or foster cats. You could do that as like a trial run, like to see if you like it. I feel like that's a really good way to like. Have a have a have a go and see if it's something you think you'd vibe with. Because yeah, it is like obviously like not everyone who gets a pet is going to be like oh, this is this is not for me. But it is pretty sad, obviously. Yeah, like you said, when people return have to return their pets to the the wherever they got it from. So yeah, I think it's like have a little trial one with a foster pet can be a good idea. But yeah, like that's like for me. Like I'm like thinking about my five year plan. I'm like I want to move overseas, so like I don't want to get a dog, like a, a pet. Because I, I if I got a pet, I want to get a dog. Mm. But. But I want to say at the moment it's also like I'm just like lazy and I'm like I just don't want the responsibility right now. But at some point. Yeah. Another thing I think about is lifestyle. So because we like live in townhouses in like the city mm. in in Melbourne, which is not great for a dog. No, exactly. You need like, yeah, I'd want a house with a yard for sure. Yeah. But I don't want to give up my lifestyle yeah. to have a dog it's tricky it's like yeah you gotta find the balance also like when my family dog died last year and then like um since then i've like asked my parents like oh dear i reckon you'll get another dog but they're not going to because they're like oh like you know dogs live for a long time and they're probably gonna like move and they like both of them do heaps of travel and they're gone all the Mm. time so like they're just like not we're just not getting another pet like it's just at the moment it's not yeah. Something that's, like, in our plan and, like, not going to work for us. So, yeah. Like, Aww. it worked when they had kids, like, obviously, like, because we were all there to, like, help look after it and everything, like, look after her and stuff. But, yeah, now there's just the two of them and they yeah. do a lot of travel and stuff. They're like, nah, it's not something we want. They never wanted a dog anyway. I was one who convinced them. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. And then I left for uni. I was like, bye. <laughs> yeah, um, wow. But they were fine. They loved her. So, yeah. Yeah, no. I feel like my mum once said that when like her and dad retire, she wants to just like go to like the country and have like a bunch of animals. Oh, that's nice. And I'm like, I really hope that happens because I'll be so sick to like visit their house <laughs> yeah. with all the animals and then be like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to look after them, but you get the benefit when you literally. That's kind of how I feel about dogs. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, cool. Um, should we get into our wrecks of the week? Yes. Can I go first? Yeah, go, right. This is again I'm to hear about this. <laughs> Rachel's podcast where I can talk about what I want. I love it. I want to talk about Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaris. This is all over TikTok. Is it a book? It's a book. Yep. It looks, it was in the sort of book talk community, mm-hmm. which I am quite skeptical of because often they recommend some really shit books. They really do. At Colleen Hoover. <laughs> but, oh my God, this book is, oh. I'm obsessed. It's yeah. like 600 and something pages. I read it in like two, three days. Yeah. It is like, oh my God. If you want like some silly little escapism, some like fanfic romance level, like, I don't know, silliness, <laughs> this is it. <laughs> so the premise of this book is the main character, Violet, is in this fantasy world where there's dragons and there is, like, these two warring countries, I think. I don't know. I don't really understand the politics of it. It's like when fancy books have politics. I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered. <laughs> but anyway, 
she's training to be a scribe, which is like the librarians effectively. But her mother is like the general of the war college. And she goes, no, you must be a rider, a dragon rider, because <laughs> her siblings are dragon riders. And then she goes to this college. So it's like set in a college, like Harry Potter. Like, you know, I love Love like, that. Yep, love it. I love like things set in schools, but they're 20. So it's not weird. <laughs> Which is good. I liked that they were older because yeah. I don't want to read about teenagers. That's fair. But they're like 20 in college and it was so good because it's got one of my favourite romance settings, which is where the character has her like lame-ass best friend who's in love with her and then they're sort of like childhood friends. Like It's like a common trope where it's like the safe option, mm-hmm. right? And she's like, oh, I've got my childhood best friend who, you know, maybe there's something there. But then she meets Zayden Riorson, the <laughs> sexy bad boy, who is the wing leader. That's right, wing, wing leader. leader. <laughs> oh, my God. And he's like peak book boyfriend. He's like got that, you know, tall, dark and handsome. He's got tattoos. He's got childhood trauma. <laughs> you know. He's... Is she trying to fix him? Oh, well... No, maybe. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, perfect. <laughs> it's also got dragons who can talk. Amazing. They have personalities. Onto the pet thing, you can probably tell I quite like animals. <laughs> <laughs> so another thing I loved about this book is that the main character has, like, a chronic illness. She's got, like, really weak joints and stuff. But instead of it being, like, a problem in the book or her just being cured, they make accommodations for her. <sighs> And as someone who's also quite weak, <laughs> I was like, I don't have a chronic illness. I'm just a You're weak like, person yes. who struggles with daily activities. <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah. Anyway, love to this book. Everyone, please read it. It's my new obsession. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I might have to check it out. Is it just one book? Is it a series? It's just one book so far. Apparently there's going to be five, <gasps> but only one has been written. Oh my God, are you excited? Which is quite annoying. <laughs> You're like, damn it, I want to read them all. Well, the problem is by the time the other books come out, I'm not going to care. Yeah. I already know. Sad. That oh, well. this, like, hyperfixations wear out pretty quickly. Yeah. Or it's going to come out when I'm, like, 30. Yeah. And then you'll be, like, feel too old for it. Oh, no. Who cares? Uh, I don't know. This? I thought at 25 I would be too old for romantic dragon sexy war colleges. But here But are. I'm not. Well, I love it. It's got some steamy scenes in there. I might read it. I, I, I don't know about... I, just don't, I, like, <laughs> I used to love fantasy, but I haven't read fantasy in so long. I feel like when I tried to read it again, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm into this, but I do want to read A Court of Thorn and Roses, and I think that's fantasy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's similar to that. I've talked I'm, about that. Yeah, you have. So I'm like, I might re- read that first, and if I like that, maybe I'll read this. <laughs> I found this significantly better. Okay. I mean, it's not well written. Like, this book is not, it's not, you know, a literary masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just <laughs> good, good stuff. I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Nice. I think I'm going to reread this. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I love this piece. All right. What are your recommendations? <laughs> um, My recs for this week, I am recommending, I and mean, this is, like, super... Like I'm, I'm very late to the to the party here on this one, but it's like a, like a year late. But 
I'm Glad My Mum Died by Jeanette McCurdy. I listened to the audiobook of it on Audible and really good. She reads it. So mm. this is Jeanette McCurdy from iCarly. I didn't watch iCarly growing up. So like it wasn't like I didn't read it because of that. I just like obviously everyone was raving about it when it came out a year ago and I had an Audible credit. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll check this out. So I did and I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed that she read it. Um, it's just like all about like her experience growing up as like a child actor and then her experience on iCarly, her experience with her very toxic mum, how her mum basically like convinced her to get like not convinced her but like her mum was the reason she had like got an eating disorder at the age of 11 and like still Mm, it sounds like she's still in recovery from it now and like she's like 30 so all about that um anyway I just really enjoyed that on audible um I'm sure the book's good as well but I really liked the audiobook version um I also read Exiles by Jane Harper which is apparently like the third book in a series but it's like one of those series where you don't have to like read them in order to get it is it Um, the dry the dry that's the first one yeah but like we just had Exiles like on the shelf at home and I was like, oh, I'm just going to like read this. And then mm. I got really, really into it and I really liked it. So now I've got this, this that's the third book in the series. And then now one of my friends is giving me the second one in the series. So I'm just going to work backwards, I guess. Does it have sexy dragon riders in it? No, I'm it not does, interested. It does. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rachel. It's not really up your alley. Uh, yeah. So neither of those book recommendations I recommend have sexy dragons in them. So sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, that was a really good book. I did enjoy it. It's like a, a murder mystery vibe. So if that's, your, yeah. if that's, if that's what you're into, which Rachel isn't obviously. <laughs> no, my problem with murder mysteries is that I always guess the twist. I did not get this twist. I mean, oh, no, I haven't when, read them. When it happened, I was like, oh, that's like a bit, like, I feel like, was, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but I was like, oh, like, it felt like a bit of a cop out, but I didn't see it coming. It yeah. was a bit weird. I was like, oh, that's like cliche, but I didn't see it coming. <laughs> anyway, because I feel like people try to not be cliche, so maybe that was the twist is that it was cliche, but anyway. <laughs> gotcha. I know. <laughs> um, anyway, I like that. Um, also, I've been watching Only Murders in the Building Season 3, um, the show with like Selena Gomez. Um, it's on Disney+. Plus. It's really good. It's just like light, fluffy show to watch. It's fun. Obviously, it's about murders, but it's it's like funny and it's fun and easy to watch. So I really enjoyed that. And another light, fluffy thing to watch, I'm watching the new season of The Real Housewives of New York on Binge. Um, Shameless recommended this. They were like, oh, if you've never really gotten into the Real Housewives, um, what do you call it? Like universe. This is a good place <laughs> to start because there's like a whole new cast and everything. And like yeah. it's so silly and the stuff that they fight about and like get annoyed at each other about is so freaking stupid. But like it's just good, easy watching if you want something in the background. Yeah, I've started watching it too. My qualm is that they're not housewives. No. None of them. They're all like... The they're brand- businesswomen, yeah. yeah. I think it's just they're like... They're not housewives. They're just like under the brand of like, you know, the real housewives things, but like, I think they're like the modern housewives, you know? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but they are they are fun, so I'm enjoying that. Um, yeah, sorry, that's like a lot of recs for me, but uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I got to rec. So anyway, well, good episode about pets. Um, let us know if we convinced you to get a pet or to not get a pet, perhaps. Um, yeah. want to hear things. Um, also, we've only had one person message us about our quarter life crisis party, so it's currently going to be a party of three... Can't wait, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we actually are going to do a quarter life crisis party. So, if you listen to it, you get an exclusive invite by if you get to the end of this episode and hear it, as all the other, all the last episode. So, <laughs> we're going to host it at my house, um, but we're going to kick Nelson and Danya out because they don't listen to the podcast. So, they're yeah. invited. <laughs> Only cool fans. Yeah. Anyway, we don't know when they're going to do it. But anyway, maybe after we've uh, done our little international tour. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Should we record an episode in Bali? Like, maybe, but we have to take our microphone and our laptop with us. We could just like do oh we could just do a little voice record oh, on our phone yeah. and then we can like play it back to be like this is where have I been listen to the sound of the ocean. <laughs> Should we go record it on the phone and just have a shit quality episode? Yeah, throw back to season one. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, maybe. But yeah, anyway. 
that's us. Um, we will do another episode before. We, we're not going overseas until the end of October, so we'll have probably a couple more episodes before then. So, yeah. Also, if there's any topics you want us to cover, let us know. We have ideas, but we want to be doing topics that the people want to hear. So, let us know. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land of which we have recorded this podcast on today, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We want to pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge that this always was and it always will be Aboriginal land. Sovereignty was never ceded.